Was that the train? Yeah, did you finally hear it? I did finally Oh my hear god, it. really? Yeah. Wow, thanks Discord. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, dude, every week it's just a brrk, brrk behind me like some angry goose or something. No, I never hear it. That's crazy. Uh, but You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Let's shine some moonlight on the finer details. Fungus was a bad choice. Feeling 9% lucky, punk. Go Battle League is alive but seemingly not well. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the GoCast podcast. It's January 28th. It's a Tuesday evening. Oh, that's right. We back on that regular grind. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, what's up? What's up, Kyle? How are you? It, it's, it's okay. It's good to be back on Tuesday. Good. It is kind of good to be back on Tuesday. Now, watch some amazing news drop on Thursday in the middle it's of the day. Thursday at like 12 p.m. It'll be something. All It'll be news. like, <sighs> Well, anyway, it's not like we don't have things to talk about this week. In fact, we have quite a few important things to talk about this week. But before all of that stuff, uh, let's talk about some goals we set last weekend, whether or not we did meet them shall we kyle you want to go first of course sure. you do I'll how's that sable eye looking uh it's done the it's sable eye is done oh it is next good for you okay besides that you wanted to get a unova medal of 54 you want to get it to 54 <sighs> no it's 53 what we oh really yeah come on i tried i tried okay but okay so are you close to another one or something like what's on the radar there are a handful that i'm like 10 candy away from right now like both the grass and fire starter still 10 candy away because those two apparently just don't exist around me (laughs) oh man i'm i'm sorry I'm sorry. You got to hatch more eggs, man. That's my advice to you. I'm I get snivy out of eggs all the time. <laughs> I've hatched a couple snivy and tepig this week. So, you know, good progress. There you go. Okay. Well, hopefully next week you'll you'll hit that 54, maybe even more. But right, your last more. one was to do at least one timber raid, if not multiple. I, I did one timber raid. <laughs> nice. So I did, I did the one. And I... Either didn't have time to go out, or I just couldn't get over to the timber raids that I did see at the time since we last recorded. Fair enough. Okay, so the one that you got, are any of them spectacular IVs? It's okay, but not good enough that I'm going to power it up. I think it's like a 12, 14, 14? Sure. Okay. 12, 15, 15, apparently. Oh, that's still not great. That's that first no. one is the one that you yeah. want. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> great. Hey, well, two out of three ain't bad. I think that's a meatloaf thing, right? Isn't something meatloaf says? 
Okay, well, anyway, I'm moving on with my life. I don't know. I So funny story about meatloaf real quick. So I, I went to a, a Christmas party with some friends. Nobody cares about the story. I'm going to share it anyway. <laughs> I was going to a white elephant gift party. Oh, Kyle, you had one recently for work, too. So this is kind of relevant to you as well. Anyway, I was like, man, I... I got to go to the like Target or something and get like a gift. I'm like, Target's full of good stuff. I had to go anyway for like pet food or whatever. So I go into Target. <laughs> I'm like, great. Not really keeping my eye out for it. And what was over on my left while I was walking past the music section, but a special Target edition meatloaf's bad out of hell on vinyl. <laughs> now, Target. Target edition means... <laughs> It means that the vinyl isn't just black vinyl. It's oh, like no. white with like red spirals and stuff. Through Wait, it. hang on. Is it was it a bullseye? Was it a it target not, bullseye? No, it wasn't. It was like spirally. Oh, it wasn't a bullseye. That, that would have been failed. pretty sick. It would have been failed sick. opportunity. But it, it it was just the most extra vinyl you've you've ever seen. <laughs> you know. And anyway, so I, I'm like so proud of this. I'm like who who cares about meatloaf? This is the most ridiculous thing. It was on sale for like ten bucks or whatever, and I picked it up, and I brought it to this. I wrapped it in. Toy Toilet paper because I was trying to be funny for rapping, and <laughs> and everybody at the party was like, "That's a good gift." I'm like, "What? What? Excuse me?" <laughs> Somebody opened it. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. You got mine." They're like, "Oh, I actually really wanted this," and it was like one of the most fought over gifts. And I was like, "Well, you guys are crazy. Who listens to Meatloaf on purpose?" Apparently, a lot of people, and I happen to be friends with a fair amount of them myself. But that's crazy. <laughs> Right? I mean, that's kind of hilarious. Oh yeah, no, I'm not, not going to lie. Anyway, so that's why that reference just came out of me. I don't actually know anything about meatloaf, but somebody made that reference two out of three ain't bad like eight times that night. So here we are. Anyway, so for myself, as far as goals are concerned, so that we can actually talk about more Pokemon stuff, did I catch a shiny Latios or Latias? No, no, I did not. I did go out and I did like six of them with my friend. Oh, I did four of them with him. I did two on my own at another time during the weekend, but no luck. No luck. Bummer. I want to get my Unova medal to 60. It's currently at 64. 64. Wow. Yep. Killing Look it. you go. Killing the game, man. I want to get 300,000 Stardust. I don't think that happened. I've been kind of sick the past couple of days. In fact, I'm sick today. I'm just, you can't tell because I'm doing a great job of hiding it. But I, I haven't been able to get out as much as I really wanted to. This past weekend was very busy and then ill otherwise. Bummer. And then hatch at least 40 eggs. And I'm happy to tell you I hatched at least 47 last week. Not bad. So Not so bad. there we go. Alrighty. Okay, well, enough about goal setting and meatloaf. Let's get into the news. The first thing we're going to talk about today for news is kind of a return to something we talked about last week. It's still ongoing. The Lunar New Year. I have highlighted this and titled it Lunar New Year hyphen the other details. Yeah, there's some stuff that kind of came out in the wash here that we're going to address really quick, such as a raid boss shakeup. And you guys will see these through February 3rd. That's when this event is ending. So Likely the three things we're going to talk about here, the the raid bosses, the uh, seven gig egg pool, and the lucky odds should all run through the entire course of the event. Raid bosses, tier one, includes Magikarp, Shinx, Timber, Venipede, Dwebble, and Clink. Those are some good options. Uh, again, uh, mostly shiny, except for the new ones, obviously. Those aren't out yet. 
But Timber, Venipede, and Dwebble, if you haven't seen them or you're having a hard time catching them, it's probably a good idea to grab them if you can while they're in raids. Tier 2 includes Rapidash, Kingler, Electrode, Mawile, Prinplup, and Gligar. All of which are great choices. <laughs> I'm joking. A tier 2 is awful right now. <laughs> Every time I see a tier 2 egg, I'll be like, oh, I'll see what's going to hatch from it. And then it hatches and I'm like, all right. Yeah. None of them are a good choice right now. I think Kingler might be the only one that's compelling because Kingler is pretty good. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Prinplup, I'm not really interested. Gligar, I'm not interested either. But anyway. And tier 3, good old tier 3, Machamp, Vaporeon. Flareon, Metacham, and Alolan Raichu. No Jolteon. Where's the Jolteon, love? Come on. I don't know. We could have done without Alolan Raichu, I think, right? At least for a little, like one rotation. I mean, but no. No? <laughs> no, I want the Alolan Raichus. I bet so. you Alolan Raichu moves raid passes. I guarantee you he does. He's a, he's a good, semi-easy tier 3 solo. Yeah, he provides a little bit of a challenge, but not insurmountable. Absolutely. Uh, in tier four, speaking of a greater challenge, Gyarados, that's a cool one. Tyranitar, Alola Marowak, Galarian Weezing, and Excadrill. Excadrill is still a great choice as well, and you're not going to get Galarian Weezing anywhere else. And then in tier five, we've got Heatran. We just said goodbye to Latios and Latias over the weekend. Heatran is still sticking around. Ugh. Yeah, I'm I'm already done. I was done with Heatran like the first couple of days after he came out. I've done <laughs> yeah. a lot more than I intended to. I think I've done like six or seven total since he's been out, and I wasn't expecting to do any, to be super honest with you. <laughs> but whatever. Have you have you tussled with the Heatran this rotation or no? No, not even not even remotely interested in Heatran at all. Really? What about the shiny though? I don't care about the shiny. I don't think doesn't look very good, so I'm not compelled to chase it. <laughs> okay, that's I, I appreciate your honesty and straightforwardness about Heatran. Most of us agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the 7K egg pool, which is surprisingly smaller than I think we all thought. But that doesn't mean that it's full of good stuff either. <laughs> Currently, in the 7K egg, now remind you, the reason that we're even talking about this is that because one of the features for the Lunar New Year event is that you were going to get Darumaka in 7K eggs. And that's the only way to get them currently. So first of all, big asks. You got to hatch an egg, right? That's a big ask. That's a lot. It's a 7K egg. And because it's a 7K egg, the third big ask is that you have friends, man. Some of us don't have friends. <laughs> How am I supposed to get this like Pokemon if I don't have any, if I don't have any friends? Ugh. Gatekeeping, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, 7K Egg Pool looks a little bit like this. It goes to the tune of Vulpix, Magikarp, Wurmple, Shuckle, Magby, Fungus, Darumaka, cool, and Riolu. Darumaka and Riolu, it's fine. Wurmple, if it was guaranteed shiny, <laughs> cool. Magby, get that out of here. I, I really, uh. I just don't have space for Magby in my, in my life. But Magby can be shiny. That's true. I still don't like it. Magby is still just a, a kind of a gross baby. <laughs> I mean, I agree. But of all of the poor choices on here, I'm most excited to hatch a Magby. I would rather hatch a Magby than hatch another Fungus, of yeah. which I think I hatched five of the like 10 or 15 7Ks I've oh done so far. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. So I thought I saw some people on Discord saying that, like, in their set of nine, they were getting like five fungus or something like that. It's ridiculous. I bet it's super disproportional on purpose. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I wonder what the odds of getting Dharmaka is during this event. I haven't seen anybody uh, quote a number yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like in the single digits, maybe. Oh. You know, so bad. Much lower than why you gotta say that. Uh, just because, you know, that's probably Uh, the reality. (laughs) Not good. That's not good. Not not good good reality. Again, fungus was a bad choice. Last thing we're gonna talk about here for Lunar New Year's stuff before I move on to the bigger, bigger, bigger news, and hopefully you know what we're talking about. Lucky odds. Uh just real quick, Silf Road is reporting that the chance that newly caught Pokemon trigger a lucky trade is around nine percent up from the initial 5% reported when the event went live (laughs) to begin with. So it's roughly doubled. Now, again, I mentioned this because it's newly caught Pokemon, so this is a base rate. It it is an increased chance the older that Pokemon is, so there's that. But 9%. They couldn't even have the decency for that one more percent Mm -mm. to double it even, like, cleanly. I think the sample size was like 2,000 or 1,000 trades, something like that. So, you know, the numbers are skewed. They could be skewed, rather, one way or the other. So maybe it is 10%, and those Silk Road scientists were just rather unlucky. Either way, it's it's a significant boost. It's still a pretty small chance. Maybe I'm just salty because I have really poor lucky trading luck. Uh, I mean, yes. (laughs) Could, it could be the case. I wouldn't blame you if you felt that way, if you consistently just can't get lucky Pokemon. But I mean, I think I traded 35 Yamasks to get uh, a lucky. Maybe it was 40, but it was it was, it was was rough. Did you end up getting your, your lucky I, Yamask? I did end up getting a lucky Yamask. Oh, good but deal. But it, it ended up being like level... Five or something. Uh, well, so it's like he's lucky. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, anyway, hopefully, trainers, you guys have had uh, more luck than we have, or Kyle specifically has had with lucky trades. I had a lucky trade this weekend out of the oh, only you. one trade I think I did this weekend. It was good deal. Anyway, moving on to the big piece of news this week. It is, of course, Go Battle League. Uh, this went live. I'm doing air quotes, audio format, people. Uh, it went live to, well, only level 40 people. I'm getting ahead of myself. It went live earlier today is what I'm trying to say. Um, and here are some like little bits and pieces of, of the rollout and the information that we know now and, and what's going on. Uh, shout out to Pokemon Go Hub for organizing this information. It's always my go-to place. So thank you guys very much for that. Anyway, so here's the rundown of what's going on here. With the rollout, this is the quote from the official announcement. This week, the Go Battle League will start gradually becoming available to trainers based on trainer level. We've seen this before. We see with every new feature they bring out to Pokemon Go, they start off with level 40 and they start to open it to lower and lower trainer levels until, of course, the whatever the qualifying level is, if it's 5 or 10, I don't know, for this feature. Maybe there isn't one. For stability's sake is normally the the argument, but since it went live today, I was able to get into one lobby before it aired out, and then I've been locked out since. (laughs) Similar reports are scattering the internet, (laughs) so it looks like nobody's really getting in there yet, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it still. So preseason, we're currently in preseason. A lot of people are wondering, how are they going to handle... All of the different leagues, Great League, Ultra League, Master League, what are they going to do? Well, here's the answer. They're going to do all of them, just not 
all at the same time. So here's the schedule currently for what we're looking at for preseason. Great League starts today, January 28th, 2020. Cool. Awesome. Ultra League starts Monday, February 10th at 1 p.m. PST. Master League starts on Monday, February 24th at 1 p.m. PST. And then we loop back around and start the rotation seemingly again. Great League returns Monday, March 9th at 1 p.m. PST. So it looks like it's roughly two weeks per league while it's in rotation. So if you fancy yourself an ultra league, you know, connoisseur, you only have to really worry about two weeks every six weeks, which is nice. I don't know, Kyle, how do you how do you feel about this? Do you think they should have opened them all up at once or what? Uh, I mean, it's it's smart on their it's a smart choice on their part, because if they open them all at once, everyone knows what's going to happen and people are only going to play Great League. Right. If if Great League is offered, it's going to dwarf the other two. So this is their way of trying to funnel just a little bit extra people into the other leagues. Right. No, for sure. I, I would agree with you. Um, I also just think that if they put out all three leagues at the same time, that while, yes, you could probably always get a great league match, that it's going to still spread the focus of people that are out for mm-hmm. matchmaking purposes between three different groupings. And that just doesn't seem smart. Maybe if it proves to be popular, like really popular in the future, they'll just open all three because they don't have to worry about a diluted player base. Oh, okay, yeah. Or maybe this will show them that Master League is really not popular, for example. And so, you know, very few people play during those two weeks. And they'll adjust going forward from there. Yeah, it's possible. I I mean, I I would normally say even if it's not popular, they would probably still do it just because there will be some people that are interested in that. But this system is monetized, and I'm getting ahead of myself Again, so let's let's carry on. Let's pick this conversation back up. Let's put a pin in it, if you will. All right, entering Go Battle League. In order to earn entry into the Go Battle League, trainers need to walk five kilometers and unlock five online matches. This can be done up to three times a day. You can bank up to five kilometers, so that up to one more set can be charged while the first battle set is already charged. Technically, you can earn up to two battle sets back-to-back, or earn a portion of the walking distance towards a second set while working through the first battle set. Huh. Okay. So you can do a total of 15 matches by walking a day. There's two ways to, to battle, by the way. Battle now, and this feature gives you the ability to spend Poke Coins into the Go Battle League early. The cost decreases as you get closer to the 5-kilometer goal. Note that you will still need to walk at least 2 kilometers before you can use this option so you still need to walk at least two kilometers but that's the minimum and then you can make up the rest of the amount per se with poco coins or subsidize it with poco coins that's interesting there's no word on how much yet at least in this release i didn't get a, a chance to poke around enough when i popped in there for like 30 seconds to see if i didn't see any numbers rather you don't have to use battle now in order to enter the go battle league you can simply walk the full five kilometer distance and not spend poco coins Great. Okay, I like that there's options at the very least. Secondly, and then I'll get your thoughts on everything, Kyle. Premium raid passes. Sorry. (laughs) Freudian slip. (laughs) Premium battle passes. Premium battle passes can be used to enter raid battles or to enter the premium track in the Go Battle League. 
Premium Battle Passes are the old Premium Raid Passes, but with a new name and added GBL Access, Go Battle League. Uh, the aforementioned premium track features increased win rewards and lowers the number of wins needed to earn certain Pokemon encounters. Using a premium battle pass does not affect your rank or rating. The only way to improve those is to win. And then lastly, because there's one little note here, rewards. Rewards are comprised of Stardust, Mercandy, TMs, and exclusive Pokemon encounters, including Pikachu Libre, which is hilarious. <laughs> Because, because One of we the ultimate rewards. It's so funny because you remember when we first talked about this, and we're like, everybody would be so peeved if they just gave us another hat Pikachu, and they're literally doing that. Oh my god! Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. That's pretty hilarious. I mean, this lie. is arguably costumed Pikachu and not just hatted. He's masked Pikachu. He's I guess. masked. So yes. it's yeah. a little bit better. That's true. But. No, it's not. <laughs> but he's going to have an exclusive move, guys. Probably. He probably will get flying press because it's only between, you know, Halucha and Pikachu Libre. So Halucha is pretty far off. That's not even this generation, right? This next generation, I uh, think. Six, seven, uh, six. I don't remember. Mm. No, it's, it's unimportant. <laughs> what is important, Kyle, is uh, how you feel about this Go Battle League setup. Do you think that this is fair? Do you think this is, you know, as the kids say, uh, pay to win or pay to play or whatever? Uh, how do you feel about this? I'm of two minds, having seen all the information at least available at this immediate moment. It's not pay to win, obviously. Like, it's objectively not pay to win. But pay for premium rewards rubs me the wrong way because I've seen the charts and the breakdown that people have seen, uh, found online about what those premium rewards include. Yes. Yeah. Like amount of what they include. Yes. Those are the, that, I mean, you're talking about the data mind amount stuff, right? Yeah. I've just, I've seen, I've seen some like infographics people have made and if those hold true, but I'm, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Wait, so with with the data mine stuff, because I didn't really poke around in there because they weren't official yet, but why are they just that much better? It was like, or like, not like enough? five charge TMs Whoa. for the reward tier, for but only if you have the premium pass. And only if you've probably won a fair amount of games, right? Yeah, yeah they're broken down to tiers. I don't, I didn't pay too much attention because that I'll find out as I go. Right. But, and then... The regular rewards are just the rare candy and or encounters, I believe. But this is all speculative. Haven't seen officially. Yeah. So a little worried about that. Okay. And when when I when I initially heard you had to walk distance and it was five kilometers, I'm like, ooh, that might be a little too long, but it's for five matches, so I don't feel I don't feel so bad about that. Yeah, that's true. But five kilometers is still a lot for for some people. I mean, if you're like uh, if you're a youngster and you play this game, I think that's a, that's pretty far distance. It's not a whole lot for somebody that's older, um, you know, because you especially if you live in a, a place where you can walk around, like if you live near a city or something like that, it's probably not that big of a deal. But if you're like you know a young younger kid and you're walking around your house and that's about it, like five kilometers is a big ask. Yeah, it can be, but you got to also remember that they're they're not looking for people to to make online matches the way of the game, so to speak. It's it's still very clearly a supplementary aspect to the game. They don't want somebody sitting down and doing online matches for 6 hours. 
like you sure. would for a game like League of Legends or something else. Yeah, yeah, banging out COD matches or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, that, that's fair enough. Yeah, they, they want you to go out to catch the Pokemon, go do a raid, hatch an egg, come home, say, hey, I still want to play Pokemon Go, but I'm home for the day. So I can now do PvP matches if I want to. Okay, I see. Yeah, it does fit that niche to a degree, but so does your buddy system, the new buddy system. Yeah. You just play some Pokemon Go, I'll just feed gotta, my Survipers some Pineapple Berries or You whatever. gotta remember the, what was it, is Niantic's mission goal that we talked about like four weeks ago now. Yeah, I still don't remember. I don't remember it off the top it, it of like my explore, head. explore, exercise, and something else. I don't but know. I think it fits in there pretty nicely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty thrilled about this. I, I think while I am skeptical of the five kilometer requirement, it, it's a soft requirement because you can do two and then pay the rest of Pokecoins, I guess. But while I'm skeptical of that, I think it is kind of a smart way of integrating this stuff so that you can either, if you can't walk or you don't want to walk, you just throw a pass in there and then that's it cool awesome or whatever mm-hmm. you know but uh yeah uh, it just looks promising hopefully hopefully next week we'll have the opportunity to talk about it with some hands-on experience yeah. but we will see <laughs> we will see for sure okay and that's it for the news you know what that means it's uh it's gear up time so this week on gear up with the fact that Darumaka has now been out and it's going to stay out once this event is over, it's going to go into the 10k eggs. Wanted to talk about Darmanitan and whether he's worth your effort or not. So for those of you who don't know, Darmanitan has two forms in Pokemon. There's the normal form, which we have in the game right now, and then there's the Zen form, which we don't have, but the stats are in the game because... It's just a type swap and stat change. So it's it's not going to be hard for them to implement once they finally decide, you know, they want to throw us a bone. It looks really goofy, though. If you haven't seen the Zen form, look it up. Regular Darmanitan is so much better. <laughs> he looks like he's hugging himself. Like he's just like, he looks like a bowling ball that's hugging himself. I like it. You don't like bowling don't balls? Like, no. Do you hate hugs? Darmanitan looks awesome. It's like an angry almost primate type thing all i all i heard is that you hate hugs (laughs) that's all i heard don't don't let everybody know (laughs) anyways so the normal form which is the one that we have currently has a max cp of 3105 263 attack 114 defense and 233 stamina for the sake of discussion the zen form will have a max CP of 37.36, an attack of 2.43, an attack of 2.43, 202 defense, and 233 stamina. So almost double the defense for only 20 less attack. They will, as far as we see, have the same fire type moves, which is all that matters. Zen form gains a psychic typing, but given the fact that Pokemon like Mewtwo exist. It's not really relevant to the to the discussion. So Zen form is better, huh? So you would think that. This is why I wanted to have this discussion. I, had, <laughs> I would think that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I had discussion on Reddit with some folks. Okay, look, it wasn't a discussion. It was an argument. And I turned out to be wrong. And that's why it's here. <laughs> that's a bummer, dude. 
We'll get to what the argument was in like three seconds. But the best moveset for both forms as of right now is Fire Fang and Overheat. For raids where you want to bring a fire type, stuff like Steel, Steel Bug, which would be Genesect, we will have as a future tier five boss eventually. In these such raids, normal form does really well. For a Genesect raid, it's ranked number two right now, right behind Chandelure in terms of time to win. So how long it would take if you used purely this one Pokemon, purely Darmanitan, purely Chandelure. You think, all right, so really, really squishy Pokemon versus a slightly tankier, well, a much tankier, but slightly less DPS. Must be comparable. Zenform performs significantly worse in the exact same situation. Whereas Darmanitan Normal is number two against Genesect, Zenform is like number eight. Ooh. And... This is where I had to really wrap my head around how important DPS truly is. And we had the discussion on the podcast a while ago. And this kind of has hammered home even more how much more DPS weighs than TDO in this aspect. It's like double the TDO, but 2% less DPS for Zenform. And normal form just blows it out of the water in every single raid aspect. Every raid you can use Darmanitan, normal form is the best. So it performs just a little bit better, but in that little bit, it's ranked that much higher than its other form? So so what happened and the way that I've, I've worked the math, I literally, I spent like the hour or two before we were recording talking to people on Reddit, trying to help get them to explain it better to me as I looked at all the numbers. <laughs> Look, no, I actually made I made a post. It's got like 40 comments now, and I only wow. made it like two hours ago. Wow. So people were like actually ready to talk about this. Nice. It was on the Silk Road subreddit, not Pokemon Go, because the Pokemon Go subreddit is not good for real conversations. That's so funny. <laughs> but so how it breaks down is that Darmanitan Normal has, you know, about 10% more DPS, but significantly lower TDO. But what that results in is... You only need to re-lobby one more time with a full team of Darmanitan versus a full team of Zen Darmanitan. So that one lobby only costs you 15 seconds, whatever that math turns out to be. Okay. Versus the entirety of the time those six are alive, you're doing two more DPS. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And again, for me, when we're talking about these numbers and stuff like this, I think when we had our discussion last time about DPS and TDO, it doesn't take into account the, you know, the cost of making a huge team of, you know, 18 Darmanitan yep. and then, you know, running them through in groups of six to their death. You know, it it's expensive. No, see, that's what the thing is. This, the calculations that we were, I was looking at, it includes the cost of going to revive them not just reloading okay oh the time really? it takes to use six max revives and then reload into the lobby if you don't like have lag issues is calculated at about 15 seconds okay actually that's not so bad at all then just so just six and then some resources Zenform will survive significantly longer and each one will do significantly more damage it definitely is a resource situation and also whether you're short manning stuff 
there will be times where a normal Darmanitan will be better. Right. Of course, all of this discussion I really wanted to have to put in perspective because Zen form's not out yet. But it really gave me a better understanding of the DPS situation when you're picking raid counters. So I think it was worth talking about. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm just happy that Darmanitan is good. Yes, me too. I I didn't realize when we talked about him coming out last week, I knew he was a good I knew he was good in the main series game, but I didn't realize it translated to go. Yeah, yeah, I mean his stats are just phenomenal. But the final verdict, normal form Darmanitan is a worthwhile addition to any fire type attacking team, at least for raids. It's not quite as good as Chandelure, and when Volcarona is finally released, it's going to be slightly worse than Volcarona. Yeah. (laughs) But it is as good or better than most Blast Burn starter types, and it's pretty much on par with a Fire-type Moltres, so you don't have to worry about changing any of those legacy Moltres to have better Fire-type attackers. Good deal. Good. Yeah, we haven't had um we haven't had a good shakeup to fire typing in a while since something Entei came out. Yeah. So this is uh, well, I mean, Chandelure was a thing. He's, yeah, he's but we kind of barely knew that around. Was gonna happen, but... you know, we like not a lot of people have it, and we we knew that was going to be the case to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks. Thanks for all that about Darmanitan. Did you want to know a little bit more? Because that's what we're gonna do in Pokalore right here. We're gonna talk about it. Except we're gonna talk about also. The little mini one, Darmaka. Darmaka, the Zen Charm Pokemon, to be specific. And then Darmanitan, the Blazing Pokemon slash Zen Charm Pokemon. He he reverts back to his old title uh, when he takes on his, his Which Zen makes sense. mode. Yeah, it sure the does. Zen mode, the Zen mode looks more like Darumaka than Darmanitan does. Definitely. I, I would agree. Darumaka first. Darumaka is a round red Pokemon with an orange face and yellow curly eyebrows. It has three yellow ovals on its abdomen and a curvy yellow line on its back. Its paws are orange and have three digits each. It has very warm droppings, which ancient people put in their clothes to keep themselves warm. (laughs) What? I feel like that's just something that locals would do to haze people. Sounds like an urban legend right there. Sure does. Yeah, man, that poop's real warm. Just put it in your pocket. Keep (laughs) keep it safe out there. It's it's rough going. How warm is it? (laughs) And it's worth putting in your pocket. God, jeez. I don't know. I'm not about to make fun of these people, but, you know, come on. Like, (laughs) anyway. I would have accepted, like, starting a fire with it. Right, right. Or like, you know, uh, mixed mixed with a certain chemical makes really good like uh, or or maybe like when it's dry, you can use it as like coal or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. But (laughs) geez. Wow. We're not done yet. When the flame inside its body burns, Darmaka is very active. It cannot calm down in this state and thus becomes uncontrollable. As the flame shrinks, it falls asleep. It can tuck in its arms and legs when it rests. During that time, it slightly sways. While it is sleeping, it cannot be tipped over, no matter how much it is pushed or pulled, like a tumbler <laughs> doll, or a weevil's wobble, but they don't fall down, which it resembles in this state. It prefers to live in a desert environment. So, to recap, it's a small, cute little thing. It's got wicked cool eyebrows. It has 
only a few fingers. <laughs> only a few. It can't be knocked over while it's sleeping. And you and should put its poop in droppings. your pocket <laughs> to keep yourself warm. Great. Okay, well, at least Darmanitan probably will make a little bit more sense. Let's see. In its normal state, Darmanitan is a mainly red, squat, ape-like Pokemon. It has long, bushy, flame eyebrows that curl at the base and round, black, ringed eyes. The upper portion of its tan face is separated from the lower portion by a diagonal red stripe, and its large mouth sports spiked teeth. All these facial features give the impression of a manic or angered expression. Its head has no discernible neck to distinguish it from the rest of its body, and its rounded back, which culminates in a stubby tail. It has long arms with spiky hair fringes on the wrists and large tan hands, with a similar arrangement for its hind limbs. Additionally, Darmanitan has three tan ovals on its underside. In its normal state, it is immensely strong physically. A single punch can, can destroy a dump truck strangely what? specific <laughs> why it's so specific why, why is it a dump truck but <laughs> they're, they're more durable maybe so, you know, i don't sure. I, just they really hate dump trucks because it was coming around picking up its little little guys poop and just taking it away i don't my gosh i, I can't stop thinking about Do you this. think darmanitan so has warm poop no, 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 no. I think I think Darmanitan is going after the people that are, are oh. harvesting Darmaka's droppings. Sorry, droppings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Zen Mode. During Zen Mode, which is accessed by Darmanitan with the hidden ability Zen Mode, its red and tan fur changes blue as it bears a resemblance of a Daruma doll. Its eyes turn blank and its limbs fuse with its body, rendering them immobile. It also only has three toes as opposed to normal Darmanitan having five. In this Ooh. state, it is hard as a rock. As it is rendered immobile, it uses spiritual and emotional strength to battle and to perform everyday activities, such as gather and eat food. And it also gains a psychic typing, which is what they're kind of referring to there. Stats, we were talked about these, but quick little rundown again. Max CP 3105, that's for normal mode, of course. That's what's listed. Uh, a high attack and defense of 263 and 233 are only slightly muted by a low defense of 114. Again, like we covered before. And the best move set, Fire Fang and Overheat. Fire type moves. That's what you're going to want. You can get a Psychic Charge move as well. Uh, you know, if Zen Mode comes around and suddenly you want to have Stab Psychic on him, you could do that. There is an option. I think the move is just Psychic. Yep. So that, that works out. But... That's Darumaka and Darmanitan, and now we've learned much more about them than we ever wanted to know. <laughs> and that's great. Okay, let's move on to the PvP section. I bet you thought we weren't going to have one, because we talked about Go Battle League in the news. Well, jokes on, well, me, I guess, because I'm going to have to do it, but PvP section, <laughs> uh, we're going to cover the Rose Cup, which is starting next month. It's the next Sylph Arena themed cup. Just going to run through the rules really quick this week, and again, we will, as we normally do, return in a week or two and cover the uh, the meta on it when other people, as Kyle has said before, much smarter than us, uh, gather said information <laughs> with authority. Uh, so the Rose Cup. The Rose Cup has a few special rules designed to provide added challenge and fun that differ from standard PvP combat in Pokemon Go. That is, of course, self-road language. 
I'm reading the, the rules to you now. Team of six, knew that. Great League, knew that. Permitted Colors, here we go. You ready? I love this. <laughs> Permitted Colors. Only Pokemon whose main colors are pink, purple, red, or gray are eligible for use in the Rose Cup. To specify, main colors are based off of their classifications on Bulbapedia, which is like the, the de facto Pokemon Wikipedia site. Now, I, I know you're wondering. Okay, I get that. But what about Shinies? Shinies, there's a rule for that. A Pokemon's eligibility is based solely on its non-shiny form's color. For example, Sableye and its Shiny are allowed, but Shiny and non-shiny Gyarados are not. Got it? I would hope that would have been self-explanatory, but I could see yeah, why people would know. try to cheat the rules. I don't think they're trying to like the spirit. cheat the rules. Cheat the spirit. Keep the spirit, I, I guess. I don't know, but what if it was just that much more compelling if people were like, oh my gosh, I don't have a shiny Gyarados, but this dude does. And uh, actually, I can see that that would be very frustrating. You're right. I see exactly what you're saying. Okay. Uh, multiple forms. If a Pokemon has multiple forms, Alolans, regional forms, etc., each form that matches the allowed colors is eligible. For example, Alola Marowak is allowed, but Kanto Marowak is not because Alola Marowak is purple and Kanto Marowak is dead. Uh, sorry, I mean brown. <laughs> Spoilers for red and blue. <laughs> Species, ban, water types, all of them. Get them out of here, including dual types. No mythical Pokemon, no legendary Pokemon, and Bastiodon is not allowed. Oh, poor ah. Bastiodon, come on. But he's ah. got a gray face. He's got a gray face. Yeah, he does. Oh, man, poor guy. So uh, what do you what do you think, Kyle? Interesting set of rules, huh? Uh, yes, they are very interesting. I also respect the water type ban, just because, you know, pink red there gonna be a lot of fire types eligible yeah Yeah, that's true but this is the kind of stuff i was expecting them to do after they went through the standard like boulder cup rainbow cup type typings was to do fun stuff like colors so I, i like to see this yeah no me too i just i think it's a little bit weird i'm kind of surprised there aren't more extensive bands than just no water types and no bastiodon because uh, the eligible list of Pokemon, uh, you guys can find that on the link in the show notes to the Rose Cup landing page. They have a whole nice little spreadsheet with all the images and stuff of Pokemon that are available to use. Uh, but I'm surprised it's not more restricted. There's still a fair amount of Pokemon that are involved, even with the the broad no water types involved, you know? Yeah. But, like, so. it's not really any more or less than the past. I suppose like, so. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I wish I could have talked about Timeless Cup, but I, I stayed very far away from that cup on purpose just because it seemed very involved. But I think that that one had a, a lot of options as well. I don't know how that meta really shook out. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, the Timeless one was definitely a little bit crazier, though. I will sure say looking was. at the list of Pokemon eligible, there are a lot of purple Pokemon there certainly are. Yeah. Is there, like, was there one cow. in there that you like forgot? No, there's just, just looking at like the small sprites all push next to each other. I just see masses of purple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like Skuntank. I didn't realize that that was purple. This kind of like raises the question about like, is it the primary color or what? But I think again, based on the classification that they said that was listed on Bulbapedia, I'm sure it tells you one way or the other. There's none on here that I think are unduly added. I mean, like, Voltorb and Electrode are only 50% white and 50% red. 
So uh, I guess that makes Soul sense. Rock is totally Soul Rock should totally not be here. Just going right out and saying that it's orange, not red. Well, it's orange and yellow and reddish. Red, but red-ish. it's orange and yellow. Those neither of those are real are the colors. That's true. It's pink, purple, red, and gray. Yeah, yep. I guess so. so. Not shades of those colors. Uh, also, we found the stowaways. Also, nose pass is totally blue, not purple. He's gray. Ah, he, uh, no. He's a rock. But he might be a rock. But it, but Geo dude is gray. Geodude is gray. Put nose pass next to Geodude and you tell me that that is gray. Yeah, why is Geodude not on this list? Geodude should be on this list. Onyx is on this list. I'm outraged. I'm so (laughs) upset now. What? It's even wilder because Alolan Geodude is on here. I'm going to have to write a very strongly worded. (laughs) I know. Everyone, go write a letter. (laughs) Don't. And also, go look up nose pass because he is bluer than the day is long. Well, the days are kind of short right now, but, but yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Here. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Enough about that. Again, we'll we'll return to the discussion on Rose Cup at a later date with more details and talk about the meta in a couple of weeks here. But it's time for us to move along to the Pokepole. Last week's question was, with the recent news that certain legacy moves are returning to Pokemon Go, what's another move you wish would make a returning appearance? Alteria Ego said, Primate with Cross Chop. Honestly, though, we need a rework to TMs. Drapion has four fast attacks, and there's no way to limit like there is with charge moves. Hypno now has six charge moves. So even after buying a second move, you're still rolling for a 25% chance of getting the move you want. I thought it was more than six. I thought it was like nine or something like that, right? Ooh, is it? No, he, he has a second legacy move that they didn't bring back, I think. Oh, so okay. it has. So is it six? Huh. It is six because Psyshock is legacy. So Okay, okay, good. good. Wait, am I misreading another chart? <laughs> I am misreading another chart. Okay. It is twice. It, there is seven. There are seven moves now that they brought Shadow Ball back. That's insane. So uh, just for the sake of discussion here for this, what, what are the moves? There is the three elemental punches, Ice, mm-hmm. Thunder, and Fire. There's Future Sight. There's Psychic. Focus Blast, and now Shadow Ball. You know, we could probably get away with removing one of those Psychic-type moves. Yeah, just get rid of Future Sight. Just yeah. d- dump it in the toilet. Now that Psychic is better now, yeah, totally. Totally. Like, I knew it was bad, especially when they're adding Shadow Ball back, but wow. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> this is the world we live in now. <laughs> Brian said, Machamp to learn Stone Edge. He can know Rock Slide now, right? Is it Rock? Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, it is. It's Rock Slide. Yeah, I could see him wanting to get a much better uh, Rock move on him. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Stone Edge is way better than Rock Slide. Sure so. is. DeFi says, is Double Legacy Dugong back? Because if it's not, that's my answer. Like an idiot, when Lucky Pokemon first came out, I traded mine to my husband for I don't know what. And now he has a double legacy dugong, a lucky one, and I do not. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Those spouses are just, you know. This thing is unfortunate. <laughs> that's a bummer. That's a real bummer. That's a that's a good answer, though. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I do want to say, guys, I'm sorry that we didn't uh, give you guys as much time normally to answer these questions uh, between last week's show and this week's show. 
I mean, we're recording on a Tuesday night. And we published the last show on Saturday, I believe. So thank you to those that did respond, but we did get uh, fewer responses as a result. But for this week's Poll, what Pokemon are you most excited to take into Go Battle League? And this can be multiple. I mean, if you have like a team of three, you're like, I'm so excited to show off my three, you know, rank one PvP Pokemon of each starter with their special moves or whatever. Like, that's cool. That's a cool answer. Like, I would love to hear that. But if you're just like, man, I love, I love Chimeco and I can't wait. I can't wait for him to lose me every single battle. If that's if that's your headspace, that that's cool too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to know like what like what are people planning on bringing? Because I'm so used to well, I am. Everybody else is used to too in the PvP sphere with having all of these very structured Sylph Arena uh, cups with rules and stuff. And yeah, we've had open cups and stuff like that, but. More often than not, people just bring the leftovers they have from the structured cups because they don't want to mm-hmm. spend the the dust, you know. So, Kyle, what are you feeling about this? Do you have any Pokemon right. you're excited to throw in there? I do, but I have to pick your brain for the answer. Okay. What is the number one counter to Altaria and Azumarill? To both of them? To either of them. To what? either of them. <laughs> yeah. Altaria, I would probably say you could bring a Bastiodon. Okay. Because um, that's going to be my answer. <laughs> okay, Bastiodon. Bastiodon for sure. Look, look, okay. Every team is going to have Azumarill and Altaria on oh, it until so... until something gets like balanced out and everyone starts bringing the counters. So I want to get ahead of that. feels so called out. That's literally my same team as both of those on there. <laughs> uh, no, me too. Are you kidding? Azumarill is going to be on my team. Are you crazy? Yeah, He's Azumarill's too strong. Great. Especially because there's going to be a lot of people who don't plan to counter the big names because they haven't taken part in much PvP yet. Right, sure. But that said, my actual answer aside from that, because I'm totally serious there, is the 100% Sableye that I just maxed out. Yeah, you kind of have to. (laughs) Now I need 70,000 more Stardust to unlock its second move. But Better get to it. But I would like to use that one. Okay. All right, look at you. I'm mostly looking forward to being able to flex some bugs. Hopefully I can <laughs> I can do it in such a way that I, you know, don't lose every single game. I need to I need to find a Scyther that is good for PvP so I can get a Caesar that's perfect for it. Because all of my Caesars, if I evolve them, I just kind of leveled them because they deserve nothing less. But I should probably get a PvP Caesar together. But at the same time, he might just be awful. And why would I do that to myself? Out of love. I do it out of love. That's the answer. Okay. All right. If you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, what Pokemon are you most excited to take into Go Battle League? Remember, it can be a team. It doesn't have to be just an individual Pokemon. That works too, though. Uh, You can go ahead and answer the question when it is posted on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, or if you're in our Discord, uh, you can also respond there. But you can always, always, always just send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Dot com and speaking of emails 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 and for the emails first up we have mitch said hi guys first just wanted to thank you for the time and effort you put into making the show each week it's really informative and i was the dumbest player going before i started listening thanks really appreciate that i'm glad Please. to help other people get a better understanding of the game just as a whole. That's something I really like doing. 
Just a bit of background, I started playing back in the red and blue days. Collecting the cards was my life, and my favorite game by far was gold version. Nice. I stopped playing after Gen 4, but when Pokemon Go was released, it all came back to me, and I've been hooked since, on and off. I live in a feral rural part of the UK, and it seems like there aren't many people at all that play around me. The same Pokemon sit in gyms for weeks, and the lack of community has seemed to really impact how my Pokedex has come on. I don't have any friends who play the game, and while it is nice to get a break from the stresses of day-to-day life, I'm finding it hard to find the time to go out and play, especially this winter. Do you have any advice on staying motivated to play and is often quite lonely? Living where I do, five-star raids have been an issue for me. I'll often see a raid and go see if anyone is there, but there never is. Insert world's smallest violin. No, no. This is a real. It's a, a real, it's a full size violin. It's, 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 it <laughs> deserves deserve the tragedy. Upright bass yeah. held by a giant. <laughs> <laughs> a sad, mournful song. Sorry. Yeah. Because of this, I've not been able to get Pokemon like Mewtwo and Rayquaza, oh. which, from what I understand, are great to have. Which leads me to a question: Do you think these Pokemon will be introduced to other ways to catch them, the same way they did, they did with the legendary birds and etc. through field research? I know it isn't beneficial to Niantic, but I would really, but it would really help players like me finish off the early generation Dexes. Despite this, I managed to find a Heatran raid in a city I was passing through recently, which a group were doing. I jumped in on it, and it was great. My first ever legendary raid, and to top it off, it was shiny. Oh my gosh! Like, congratulations! Hey. I can't remember the last legendary awesome. shiny I had that wasn't a raid day. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for your hard work and can't wait for the next episode. Thanks, Mitch. So Mitch, that was a long email. I'm going to try to summarize it really quick. We're hearing from Mitch. He lives in a rural part of UK. Seems like the people around him aren't playing as much and he wants to continue to be motivated to play. Wants to know about that, right? Jeez, I don't know, Kyle. I mean, normally our our advice is is always goal setting. Mm -hmm. Well, I think... There's a couple of there's a couple of things and it also depends how rural are we talking what what size city because if it's you know a, a small city it's possible there are players and there is a community there that just hasn't been able to to form to coalesce so to speak mm-hmm. and a potential way to to motivate yourself to play is to try and find that community make the community you know we've we've talked with Terry Wolf on the show before about building the community around you. And that is, that's always a potential option. Right. But if his sample size of people is is much lower, the population is real low then no amount of community building. If it's a, if it's a really small town, it, that advice doesn't apply obviously, but it is something to keep in mind for sure. Because especially with the addition of, of Wayfarer and being able to add your own stops, you can, if you find a small collection of people, even like, you know, 10, 12 people, you could pump life into an area with the right amount of work. That's also true. And man, I would love to hear from from some listeners if they've been a part of that, of like, you know, turning an area that was otherwise dead into like a place that you can actually play now with Wayfair. I haven't mm-hmm. heard a lot of stories like that, but I bet they're out there. Mm-hmm. And of I course, there are. The, the best way to try and find people to play is to go out on community day wherever the most stops locally by you are that's going to be where players show up for community Mm -hmm. day and that that would be the best place to start 
I would also say um, take a look at the Silph Road. They have like a, a Discord map, like a community map, and maybe there's a community around you and you can get some more information about their Discord or how to get in touch with them. Or maybe they have a Facebook group or something. Um, so I would go to the Silph Road and then there's a, a, a like a Atlas or something like that. I think it's called. And you can go there and take a look. Um, other than that, try building it or not. But your other question was about Mewtwo at Rayquaza, Pokemon like that. Um, you mentioned before, obviously, from your first question that you didn't have a, a great community together, uh, so you couldn't really raid those. So are Pokemon like Mewtwo and Rayquaza going to come to like special research breakthroughs and stuff like that? Let's see, this is a good know. question because when I read it, when I was reading this email out, I'm like, yeah, Rayquaza is coming. It's going to happen. Right? Mewtwo, maybe not because it's Mewtwo. Mm hmm. But now that I've I've thought about it for a few more minutes, I don't know if Rayquaza is ever going to come to the weekly research breakthrough. He makes too much money when he's in yeah, raid rotation. He, just, he makes so much money. Like he's he is the dragon Pokemon of the game. Yeah, and it's I don't necessarily blame Niantic for not putting it in the field research. You know the the dollars and cents. You know, that speaks for themselves, really. The, just for perspective, the number one grossing month for revenue in Pokemon Go was the month that Rayquaza and its shiny was put back into raid rotation. Yep. And it wasn't and it, even there for that long. It was like a week or two, right? It was three weeks. Was three three weeks. weeks. Three yeah. weeks. But, but it, yeah. like, it smashed their sales. They were top of every chart. Like, people really want Rayquaza and its shiny. Right. So. And and so and so while that while it's all fine and good and that means that they'll definitely come back at least to raids and stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily help you out, Mitch. I hope that maybe they'll put him in research breakthroughs for like a month for people in your situation. There's no way that you're alone in this. In fact, I know for a fact that you're not alone in in this mm -hmm. situation. But yeah, Rayquaza is a maybe, but I I have uh, to yeah. agree with you Kyle Mewtwo, I think less much less of a maybe you know yeah i i think mewtwo's a no i think rayquaza once we get far enough into the future gen 7 maybe they will feel more comfortable putting him in field research but i don't think mewtwo will ever reach that point but they could they could surprise us they've done it before yeah we've, we've been surprised not with field research but with other things i mean we've been surprised with field research uh, too. yeah just, i was about to say I, I've been, I've not been pretty, in a good way i've been pretty surprised by field research before <clears throat> evie <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, Flower I didn't, crown, Evie. I don't know. Get your story me. straight, Mr. Barnard. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Let's move on to the next email. Mitch, thank you so much for writing in. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that there happens to be a great community around you that you just haven't happened to find yet. But in any case, best of luck to you. Moving on to Pidgey Grabba. Hey, Chris, I wanted to update you on my tracking metrics in 2020. Ooh, Chris loves his metrics. This is great. I'm so happy I get to read this email. I have tracked Stardust and Coin Progress just about every day so far. I thought my average daily Stardust gains were around eight to ten thousand, but after tracking, I've learned it's closer to twelve to thirteen thousand. I have successfully hit fifty kilometers weekly. Holy cow! I'm still on a solo incubator life, and party hat slash shiny wormple distracted me from seven k eggs. So no new Alolans to report. Ooh. I did start tracking my shinies. Again, I'm running a single incubator most of the time and walking around 60 to 70 kilometers per week. No shiny egg hatches this month, and I have four that I remember 
but my first was why not in August 2019. So this this now list he's about to tell us is all the shinies that he's caught in 2020 so far, which is 28 days as of me Dang. reading this. Swablu, wild catch. Shelder, wild catch. Nidoran female, also as a wild catch. Alolan Raichu from a raid. Oh, I'm so jealous. Somewhere else. I'm so jealous. Uh, Chocolate bunny. Uh, Shuppet in the wild. Uh, a shiny Bagon from beating Arlo. Nice. Piplup. He got four shiny Piplup on Community Day. And then a shiny Sneasel out of research. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, just out here doing poker science. One man's experience does not indicate anything, but averaging one per week full odds encounter, one raid, and one out of four shadow encounters, which is uh, pretty good. He doesn't expect any more like that. So that's pretty awesome. Good for you, Pidgey Grabba. So even if you are only playing a little bit each day and you're only doing like one raid or something like that, I mean, proofs in the pudding looks like Pidgey Grabba, you know, also armed with a little bit of luck, is doing pretty good. <laughs> Good job, I mean, PG. Yeah, that's some that's some good shinies right there for just some steady play. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go crazy. You just play when you have time and and there you go. It looks like the fruits of the labor really paying off here. It's nice. All right, thanks for the email, PG. Best of luck uh, on the rest of your your data collection. If you want to go ahead and send us an email, dear listener, you can about Pokemon Go, about anything really, to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. You can go there and there's a little contact us tab you can click on. It'll help you, you know, send us an email without actually going to your Hotmail account or your Yahoo account or whatever you're doing or sbcglobal.net. I don't know anybody who has one of those. <laughs> Uh, or you can also just follow us on twitter and and talk to us there at gocast podcast you can also like us on facebook just search for the gocast podcast if you want to help support the show monetarily you can do so for as little as one dollar a month over at patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash gocast podcast it helps us keep the lights on so to speak but you also get access to our patreon exclusive discord where we do remote pvp tournaments talk about everything i mean i mean everything really uh, just there's there's a channel for bragging there's a channel for being frustrated there's a, a <laughs> channel for help me out kyle what are our other fun ones there's, uh, there's a, a channel, channel for for pvp did we say that yeah there's, yeah, there's, <laughs> no, PvP. No. there's uh, another channel for you to be frustrated in that's just the general chat though uh <laughs> there's a place where you can share all your goals with everybody yeah there's that one too i <laughs> sky's the limit actually i can there could be any channel i just have to make it so, <laughs> that's that's just how it works <laughs> but anyway if you want to help support the show and non-monetarily you can always 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 leave us a review on itunes stitcher apple Podcasts, whatever uh it helps us out immensely so please please do it's free and simple to do okie doke we're almost done here but it's goal setting time look at the time as a goal setting time mr kyle yes uh, what goals will you set? What ghosts will I max? What is... ghosts will you max? Which ghost uh, will you say you'll max and then take three weeks to I do so? Which will I start to work on for the next three weeks? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got three choices because two other ghosts are going to be the last two that I do. I got Frostlass. I got Shuppet, a shiny Shuppet slash Banette. Or I got a shiny Duskull. So... Ooh. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit it's a debate. It's a debate. Do you it's want a, do you want my input? Sure. What do you think I should do? I think you should do the frost last. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Because it's also the highest level. So. Okay, there you go. Frostlast working on leveling up. Hopefully not prob- not maxing because that's not going to happen. But Okay. Kind of power up as much as I feasibly can. Frostlast leveled up is what I've got on here. Yeah. And then I really want to get a Darumaka. Hatching, hatching those 7Ks right now. Got like eight in incubators. Ooh, you bought incubators. Oh, I bought I bought incubators uh, last community day. I've got 40 super incubators right now. Wow. I'm all out of regular ones, so I have been doing the 2Ks and the 5Ks in the solo incubator, and it hurts because yeah. I can't put a 5K in a super incubator right now. I just can't do it. <laughs> okay. So Darumaka, and what else? Uh, oh, my gosh. What else? Uh, I want to do more timber. That's that's going to be right there. I would like to do more timber. Going to leave it at that for right now. Okay. Sounds sounds good. I would also like to grab a Darumaka. I uh, would like to get my Galvantula. I'm three candies short of a Galvantula. All right. And then I think I want to start really... I want to do at least 15 matches in Go Battle League once I can get in there, if not oh, more. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, you, you reminded me now. I'll add, I'll add that to mine too. Not 15 though. Okay. I'll, I'll just put down some GBL. I, I think, I think I'm going to do five. I want to do at least five. Okay. I'm going to put down five GBL. <laughs> you might not want to put GBL. You're going to look at it next week and you're going to be like, what does GBL mean? Game Boy Link. <laughs> um, all right. So a five, five go battle league 15 go battle league all right good deal i think we got that so i'm not going to give myself a stardust skull because i feel like that's a cop out and the uh the eggs kind of are too but i i, I want a fourth goal so i'm going to do it i'm going to hey, say eggs are okay keeps you I'm walking say another yeah another 40 eggs i have been rather immobile the past couple of days because i've been feeling extremely under the weather uh, so we'll see if i can't pull out the 40 i don't even know how much i'm at so far for this week I am at five. I've hatched five as well. <laughs> hey, egg buddy. You egg and me buddy. doing the thing. Alrighty. Well, that's it for this week. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in episode, oh my gosh, 80. Wow. Yep. Whoa. Okie dokie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.